Calling all the cannabishes. Welcome to High Tea. High Tea is a high vibe podcast for women who also smoke weed. But we know you dudes are listening too. This is a thoughtful and blunt exploration of pot and its magic, the role it has in the lives and processes of cool and creative people everywhere, and the evolving cannabis culture we're seeing happen before our very eyes. We're talking to some of the most interesting names in and out of the industry, sharing stories, trying shit first, and connecting people all around the world who use cannabis creatively. We got some ch 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 over here. Michelle's no longer with us. She's gone off and flown off into the world to learn psychology and sociology and all of these ologies as we continue our quest into cannabisology. Um, if you want to find her, she's Michelle or M. What the fuck is her social? I think it's M. Bellado. Uh, it's funny. We don't remember these things anymore. Anyway, she's out there. She's writing. Wish her well. Love you, girl. Cannabis for life. Hopefully you're coming back. Give us a little of your jus moving forward. So we've been talking a lot about how cannabis... Mar- I'm going to keep saying marijuana because I don't know the roots of why that's not cool to say anymore. So let me look into that. But how the Mary Jane is affecting our lives. And you know we're talking about the fact that you know, it's changing what we understand in the pharmaceutical and health and wellness industry, in the healing industry. It's obviously affecting the recreational, like, you know, alcohol industry um, and beyond, right? Skincare, sex care, fashion, style, cultural conversation, content, media, as we're seeing, everything is sort of shifting, you know, to see all of a sudden see the world through this brightly lit illuminated cannabis lens. And I'm uh, digging it because there's no end to the combos I want to have. So I want you guys to holla at your girl and let me know what you want to talk about. I've got a long list of stuff, long ass list of stuff that we need to talk about. Um, We're going to talk about censorship and what's going on out there and the fact that you know, Instagram and all these social platforms are shutting shit down despite that these are honest business owners just giving their point of view on the world and on a plant, reminding reminding you guys, this is not evil, this is the plant. And uh, we're talking to one of my favorite guests ever, Riley Cote, who's like a spiritual fucking Mary Jane guru on a mission to change uh, minds and change habits and change lives, I think, and ultimately change the world through the power of the plant. Because he was a former NHLer who played for the Flyers and who was fighting like crazy and his body was in this constant state of stress and fight and flight mode and all this shit. And he was, you know, taking that typical prescription that you know NHL and athletes and ultimately society kind of seems to bow into of uh alcohol opioids painkillers you know sleep aids and things like that when in reality there's this you know naturally growing beautiful gift from mother earth 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 
uh, plant life power that, uh, you know, really is, you know, anti-inflammatory, anti-anxiety, anti-stress, but also fun and beautiful and you know, disease fighting. I mean, there's no end to, to the benefits. Um, <clears throat> yes, that is me promoting marijuana cannabis act. Uh, <laughs> oops, sorry, lawyer. Anyway, so that's we're going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to an MD who's going to tell us about the endocannabinoid system that is already in our body, a, a, you know, imp- a system that literally regulates the equilibrium of how everything within us works that is built to receive cannabis and that often actually pr- can create and uh, what's the word, secrete those same compounds that are finding, found in cannabis, CB1, CB2, etc. So we're going to get into like the biology and the physiology. Uh, so tons of conversations to be had. Um, but if you have any ideas or there's shit you want to talk about or you want to learn more or anything, you want to come on the fucking podcast, holla at hightea.life or reach out on Insta at hightea.life. I'm also goddess of chi, which like no one under, I don't, that's probably going to change, but for now I'm goddess of chi. So awesome conversation. We're here with Riley Cote. Listen up. This has not been easy, but this is the way things go. Please stay on the line while your call is completed. Long distance charges may apply. Oh yeah, they will. Hada, 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 oh. Riley Coyote. So tell us what's been going on lately. I mean, obviously things change by the day up here. I'm not sure what's going on down in the States specifically, but can you tell me since we saw each other last, some of the coolest stuff that's happened? I noticed some press around uh, you managed to present to the NHL. Yeah, so there's been, uh, I guess there's been a few things since I uh, saw you last, spoke with you last time. Um, you know, as slow as slow as things are moving, they're still moving at a pretty good rate. Um, you know, that probably we'd like to move even faster. But uh, since then, I mean, I've I've been uh, fortunate enough to um, uh, be a part of an event that we got in front of the original six NHL alumni. Oh. Um, uh, so it was pretty interesting to get in front of guys. Uh, you know, you're talking 60, 70, 80 years old guys that are almost essentially forgotten, but, um, you know, to get in front of them and, and speak about the cannabis plants and introduce them to cannabinoids and help me uh, help them is, is, is certainly a step in the right direction as far as, you know, really normalizing this message through sports and showing that this isn't, uh, this isn't about just uh, medicine for the, for, for the people that are on their deathbed or, you know, the extreme mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. conditions that, it, you know, this is, this, this could be, they're just, focused on as a recovery tool and managing symptoms, pain, arthritis, simple things like that. Proactively. Yeah, exactly. A guy there um, came out after, and he told everybody they had, you know, Parkinson's for 18 years and using cannabis for two, and, you know, it was like a saving grace for him. So to hear hear guys come out um, and and talk about their stories, you know, they're all conservative, very, you know, know, very straight edge as far as... um, 
you know, being associated with cannabis, most of them, these old school guys, right? I mean, they're just, they're certainly not, uh, you know, the average cannabis consumer. So, right. you know, getting, getting in front of these guys has been, you know, extra special. And then, um, you know, just, uh, you know, the other big thing is, is for, for me personally, is just, uh, we were able to launch, uh, our CBD brand. Yes. Or so at, uh, What's the yeah, brand? What's it called? Back. It's called Body Check Wellness. Amazing. Okay, um, and tell us about and, it. Um, yeah, well, our little catchphrase is Rethink Recovery. So um, we were able to launch at a hockey summit where a bunch of pro hockey players, NHL, American League, uh, East Coast League, and there's actually a couple college players. Um, they go with the well, they go, um, you know, throughout the summer. It could be an eight, it's eight weeks. One week, two weeks, but then towards the end of the summer is uh, you know the, the finale of it, leading into training camp. So we had an opportunity to to uh, launch our, our product line um, at their kind of their, their finale golf tournament and their three-on-three tournament, and uh, you know had a really good response from the, the players that we introduced it to, and you know we got in front and we were able to speak after the golf tournament and kind of just do the you know the CBD non-psychoactive cannabinoids 101 and just kind of mm. uh, again. Uh, just lay, lay out uh, what's currently available and accepted and, 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 and lay out what, what the alternative is. And, you know, awesome. we, we basically trying to, you know, uh, evolve from booze and opioids to something more sustainable like cannabinoids. And, totally. Uh, the message is, it, it, it's, it's, it's getting there. It's really, it Good. really is. You know, I think every person at this point has at least heard of CBD or, you know what I mean? Or at least, at yep. least like it's, it's been it's on the radio at some point, so you know it's just one seed planted, and you know it's got to grow. They gotta, you know, they gotta do their own research too. But um, you know, part of our, our end is, is the education component. Yeah, the illumination. People and educating and spreading the good word. Exactly. Totally. Now, okay, a couple questions. So, um, CBD is, you know, one hundred percent how I feel like cannabis is going to sort of normalize in in culture and i i truly believe sport is another vehicle for that as well um how were the guys that you spoke to the alumni were they sort of already in this world or playing into this world or uh was this sort of brand new for them and then are some of the younger guys already kind of able to share some of the impact that's that CBD's had on them? Are you are you finding those conversations are happening? Yes, definitely. <clears throat> uh, both of those things. So um, we actually piggybacked off their um, monthly um, luncheon. They do every second Monday of every month. So we were able to piggyback. So these guys were, were going to that meeting regardless. We just, uh, you know, we're fortunate enough to get the platform to, to present and get in front of them. So the reality was most of these guys... Um, obviously have heard of cannabis they like to call it marijuana mm. um but um they haven't really been introduced to this whole other world of healing you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're just they're one-dimensional thinkers uh, for the most part um uh, most of them are you know uh, all, you know heavy alcohol drinkers and you know what i mean and kind mm-hmm. of just run parallel with the, you know the just the agenda of society so um you know, and as you know, there's you know there's many layers when you talk about cannabis and, and, and you know the CBD component. It, like exactly what you said, and I 100 percent believe in it too. That the CBD component, or like at least the not like the non psychoactive component, um, are, are the ones that are going to really normalize cannabis mm-hmm. because I think people can wrap their heads around cannabis 
if you don't have to be high. You know what I mean? And there's, there's obviously doesn't that uh, bother you a little bit? Appreciate that <laughs> a, a little bit. I feel like they're missing out. You know? Yeah, they're being like again, they're, they're kind of being naive, or you know, again, they're not really expanding their thinking model because they're just again, they're they're still demonizing a THC exactly. molecule, which is you know, it's still valuable and still has healing properties. And it, obviously, the people that seek it are seeking it for a reason because. It, it helps with mental health and it helps with spirit and you know it makes people connect and all these other positive things that you know without it I feel like it's it, it's lost a dimension but that's you know you know that's for probably another conversation no but, but that I, is I this conversation it's a annoying it's, yeah yeah it's, no uh, I think it is I, I mean the we entry point, the entry point is, is CBD there's no question the entry point is CBD for, least for like geriatrics and these, a lot of these people they're just uh, they're just so conservative and, and old school right you know what I mean it's hard for them to wrap their head around you know being, you know getting high like they love to they love to say the word getting high with this disdain this like arrogant tone like mm. oh you want to get high and it's just like, yeah meanwhile their hands well, are wrapped around a whiskey drunk. glass you're yeah drunk, you're like 100 pounds overweight or whatever it's like so you want to demonize the word or you know basically what you think the word means you know where it probably should be more like uplifted or enlightened or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. you want to slang it like that and then you know what i mean and you want to normalize your own legal addictions um because it's just it's just easy to do so you know what i mean i think that's where we just we just need to change up our viewpoints and philosophies on like all things health and being realistic with substance yeah, I guess it's a slow process, right? Like it's a it's a slow change instead of a flip that switch. So I guess I'm okay with the fact that CBD will start to, you know, normalize it in people's lives across society. But we know via the science that the entourage effect, you know, that the, you know, all com- compounds and components of CBD work best together. And then we also know, I mean, you mentioned the, the guy, the old, old timer who'd done who'd been experiencing Parkinson's my dad's had the same he's had it for ages you know every time he sort of tries CBD it barely makes a dent you know because he's on 15 pills a day there's so much pain like CBD CBD takes time to build up in the system and start to work in in its anti-inflammatory magical ways THC allows you to feel good right now you know what i mean so it's just a shame that you know it this the stigma the stigmatization continues i think yeah yeah i think it's created um you know uh boxy thinkers you know even like Mm. the cbd um you know uh i guess movement and and you're kind of talking about it right now is like um is cbd is just one single molecule type of uh, healing and I, I I know I like to I guess clarify like when I'm speaking about it like I always encourage what you're saying like the full spectrum like the entourage mm-hmm. effect so like um, even though our like, CBD products are derived from hemp for example it would still be considered a full spectrum product because there is still a trace amount of THC it's just, it's just the plant seeds have been hybridized or you know grown to or bred to be grown below 0.3% THC so we're not mm-hmm. just selling isolates we do have an isolate product but i I do agree like if we could get that threshold of thc up to like one percent even two percent you know what i mean it's not you know for a lot of people wouldn't be enough to uh, necessarily get them um you know stoned but it's enough to probably enhance the medicine so they would actually feel it uh even even more yeah and the world around you just a little yeah 
Yeah. Like, but I always think there's going to be this disconnect with the culture of cannabis. Like, as you know, and like, you know, the way we consume cannabis, um, you know, on probably different levels. Like, we, you know, we like our dry flour and, mm-hmm. and hemp seeds and other, other things, with other ways to incorporate cannabis. But I think you're going to see, and, and it's just the way it is, it's just like there's going to be people um, that um, are going to go through the whole lives and, and, and or they're going to get introduced to cannabis. Um, and it's going to be in this really, this, this really one-dimensional facet where it's just going to be like, Let's not go too crazy with it, but we'll, we'll use a topical, or we'll, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll try, uh, you know, a CBD tincture, but like, you know, and then it's more like a nutraceutical, a pharmaceutical model versus like, there's something about like dry herb and like the, the plant itself. Classic. There's spirituality, and that's like, I think that's where we're going to separate, you know, the, the culture of cannabis and the spirituality side of things versus like, you know, the strictly nutraceutical wellness and, and pharmaceutical type model. You know what I mean? Or that's, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But we've, we've lost sight of the spirituality of cannabis and, and, how, and how it's been a part of our, well, our older cultures for forever. For really. forever. I mean, it, was, it was part of it. Yeah. Forever, right? I, just, I say, like, we sat around a, a, a fire, you know, burning the leaves and inhaling it. It's not that weird. You know, no, we weren't necessarily rolling pink, pink joints, which is what I've been doing lately. You know, you just suck it up anyway. So, okay. Since we spoke last, I've learned a lot about the endocannabinoid system, how it, uh, is pre-existing system in our bodies, basically receptors built to receive cannabis and that actually at certain times in our lives and days, et cetera, um, release those same compounds that are found in the cannabis plant so that has been a huge aha for me and uh, I've come to learn that like the medical community doesn't even learn about the endocannabinoid system when they're like in med school and all this kind of thing are you finding that you're needing to do a ton of heavy lifting here in terms of the science and then like actually what is the science because you started talking about how you derive from hemp and I'm telling you I still don't necessarily understand the difference what like what's hemp talk to us like give us a schooling on hemp it's a two three four yeah. part question I'm sorry amazing it's so interesting yeah, I mean, it, it, it's amazing, yeah, and, and it's, you know, essentially a system that lies within our immune system that kind of takes care and governs all all things, you know, that that promote life, and, and it, 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 it's amazing that the medical establishment doesn't teach that, but it's also not that, it's not that, uh, you know, um, hard to, to understand why they don't teach right. it, because they don't want us to know about it, and, you know, cannabis has been scheduled one since. Um, 1937, so it's basically, you know, it has no medical value, so how could they, how could they teach that? Um, right. But the fact that we, we produce our own cannabinoids, our endo, endocannabinoids, and, you know, in breast milk is actually, uh, you know, endocannabinoids that come out and we're actually feeding our babies that um, in breast milk. So, you know, from that standpoint, we were designed for this. We have receptors that, like you said, um, uh, receive you know, these cannabinoids and they, they do what they will with it. I think the simplest way to understand it, I don't even like getting into the endocannabinoid system with most people because they can't, they just can't wrap their head around it. Most people aren't even the close to being that medically inclined to, you know, connecting those dots. But I think they can understand it from a, from a standpoint of inflammation. If you can understand inflammation, which basically any disease state, 
any sort of physical inflammation, whether it's you know, arthritis or you know, skin inflammation or um, you know just acute inflammation, lactic acid, I mean, you name it, all of it is inflammation. You understand that um, the cannabis plant has high, high, high amounts of anti-inflammatory properties. You know what I mean? So it's high anti-inflammatory. It has the ability to remove inflammation and bring balance back to the endocannabinoid system. And then above and beyond that, the neuroprotective properties, so it has this, you know, a bunch of these receptors lie in the brain. Mm. And, um, you know, the, these cannabinoids have the ability to protect brain cells and actually promote healthy brain cell growth. So, um, you know, the mental health component versus, you know, the, the, the physical and disease-based component. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it, it's amazing, you know, the science. We don't even need to, you know, we don't really need to know the nitty-gritty of the science to understand inflammation. It's just simple things, you know, acidity versus alkalinity. You know what I mean? Like the simple things that we just should know, um, just, just if you're involving just caring for your own health. But to, to go further and answer your question, what, what, what are cannabinoids derived from hemp? It's, it's essentially the same exact thing under different laws. So, for example, cannabis, like cannabis being marijuana, resinous cannabis, recreational, whatever you want to call it, medical, and that's right. Really has to be grown uh, above 0.3 percent THC to be deemed that. Anything grown under the cannabis plant grown below 0.3 percent THC is deemed hemp. So it's just oh. a variety of cannabis. It's just that, I mean, it's that simple. So the cannabinoids are the same. The CBD molecule in the medical cannabis plant grown indoors is the same exact CBD molecule grown in the industrial hemp plant under you know God's sun. Um, you know what I mean? And, and, and in fact, the, the, the way hemp derived cannabinoids are is much more in line with the way it once was. You know what I mean? We didn't have indoor grows ever right. up until prohibition. And that's what pushed everything into indoors and pushed this THC level super high. Okay. Almost I see. to the point where it's almost like doesn't need to be that high. Now it's like you know mm-hmm. like it's it added this whole other element of like I wanna say recreational use, but you know what I mean? Recreational use. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? so yep. like, no actually doubt. found in nature the THC levels would never have gotten that high, and, and naturally, CB, uh, hemp plants have high CBD. So it just basically, um, well, it comes from a different variety, whether there were actually industrial hemp varieties already, and they were kind of bred up to have more CBD, or vice versa, of, like, there were actually medical cannabis or you know, recreational cannabis varieties, I don't know, ACC was one of them, that they were able to bred down, uh, breed down the THC below 0.3% THC, and as soon as you're able to do that, and you get it listed through the Department of Agriculture, all of a sudden now it's an industrial hemp variety. Okay. So it's, it's very simple. It's just, it's just, it's just there's, there's hemp below 0.3% THC, anything above it is on the medical or marijuana side of things. Hmm. And, um, you know, one will get you, you know, can get you high, has the ability to, and the other one really doesn't. You know what I mean? Because it's not significant enough THC to create that, psycho, that psychotropic effect. Now, is the is the hemp in like wider industry larger than the cannabis industry? And by that, I mean there we know that there's all these use uses of the hemp plant, right? Like, there's actually almost nothing that it that it no yeah. industry that it doesn't affect and start to uh, sort of unhinge. Um, so, are you? What are you finding in that? Like, are you finding hemp is sort of a booming kind of crop because of its cross-section of function or is it just like all cannabis, 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 cannabis? No, I mean, I, you know, honestly, I, I believe in the hemp, the long-term big play. Like, you right. know, when, I, when I first retired in 2010, I started a foundation called Hemp Skills Foundation. 
Right. Only because I believe, like, the hemp portion of it, like, when I say hemp, like, um, like everything that's not re- recreational medical um, in the, is, is, is under this industrial hemp thing, right? So it's, like, it's, it's fiber, it's food, it's textiles, it's fuel, you know, and you, you name it. I mean, you can replace plastics, styrofoam, uh, again, we least self-sustaining on, on, on fuel energy. Um, has, the fibers have much of the same properties as copper, so... We're right on the cusp of blowing this thing wide open. I mean, this in the next month, um, there's going to be there's going to be federal legislation in, in the U.S. that's passed on the industrial hemp oh, uh, yeah. side of things. Oh wow! CBD is going to be falling in this great this great category because actually just yesterday I saw it. The DEA descheduled CBD in the U.S. to Schedule Five. Oh no, I did not see that. It has to, yeah, so it has to be FDA approved now. So now we're going down this pharmaceutical model. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much time we have before we have to like start doing that. Um, we're gonna, you know we're gonna play in the wild west until we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. that's the direction going. But outside the CBD, which kind of falls in this gray area of like between you know can- resinous cannabis, you know medical side and industrial hemp. Well, industrial hemp is gonna be blown wide open. I mean, people have been growing it. We grew it again this year. We had well, 260 acres a bunch for fiber and some CBD. Awesome. Um, but like the fiber side. And it's growing it for seed and seed oil, pressing it like that's you know, and textiles and getting into building materials and getting into you know car parts like you know, yeah. BMW, Mercedes uh, do that already in, in Europe. Oh yeah. Ford built a car out of uh, out of hemp and, and ran it on a hemp bio fuel back in 1937. So this oh, this technology that. already exists. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just going to open up this huge can of worms that most people aren't even focused on remotely. They're so focused on you know get, either getting high or get healing or just wellness and those right. are all great but you know the other side of wellness with the hemp is, is is like healthy economics right it's like taking care of right world wellness that whole thing yeah world wellness, exactly environmental wellness right like, like growing a crop that doesn't require pesticides and herbicides that poison the soil which we're supposed to maintain the integrity of you know what i mean and it and doesn't that, require that pesticides? Uh, public health, because we're not poisoning the earth, and we're poisoning the people around it, the water around it. So, right. And then, you know, obviously, acute healing uh, effects of cannabis, which is medicine, getting into the nutritional profile of the hemp seed, and the extremely digestible protein. So from, like, top to bottom, it's a healing plant. It's just, we're just so, we're just so focused and narrow-minded on, on recreational or medical cannabis. You know, and that is, that is a small percent hmm. of what cannabis can do all all around yeah. for, for for all of us that's such that is the most like profound and insightful thing i've heard in a very long time it's just the beginning like this is really just the beginning the of cannabis healing the world and everyone's saying cannabis heals and cannabis can heal us and stuff and i don't even think we it's it's the tip of the iceberg yet in terms of what the potential that it has you might be right yep. oh yeah incredible incredible yeah Okay, so hemp heals. You were when did when was that born? That organization of yours? It was born in 2010, and the, the spy behind was a music festival in Philly, which we actually did our seventh uh, this past summer. So it was really like a, just a platform Amazing. in, in Philly to um, you know spread the good word and show the different faces of cannabis. So back then, there was no no legislation in Pennsylvania. There was you know, on both sides, medical cannabis and and uh, industrial hemp, there was no legislation at all introduced. So, you know, the, the efforts were more just like total awareness, total education. Mm-hmm. And eventually, in 2014, we had uh, you know, legislation. 
legislation introduced and then 2015 had passed. So and then there was some like real significant changes that were happening along the way. And then eventually both passed, you know, to have medical cannabis and then over this year, you know, in 2018, doing the same festival. Then we had like five dispensaries that were at our festival went from like zero CBD companies and zero dispensaries to like seven CBD companies oh, wow. and five dispensaries. You know what I mean? It's like, connection to yourself and each other yeah incredible so okay so that I have two questions now one is about how your meditation practice is going because I need a schooling and the but my real question was about what you said about community and inspired what you said about community are you finding that uh players active and retired are coming together more, kind of stepping into the light a bit more, maybe coming to you more than you'd expected? Um, like, basically, I'm asking, is the conversation ramping up in your world the way it's ramping up in mine? Or uh, are the sort of concerns really still still present in this world of sport? You know, it's, 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 it's ramping up, just like,
know, you mentioned earlier that the, the element of sports and athletics, like I think that integrated with the cannabis movement is like even more powerful because, um, you know, it, it's just, it, it just is because just most people who you know, elite athletes are like superhuman and they, mm-hmm. they would never be able to do cannabis and, and perform at that level. And what they don't realize is most of them are already using cannabis and they're using cannabis that allows them to perform at that level because... Mm-hmm. You know, you can only you can only be gifted with so much given ability, and you can only train so hard, and get so fast, so strong, and so um, you know, and so big, and, and, and become a better athlete. But then there's this element of you know, self-preservation and, and staying healthy, and you know what I mean, and staying away from opioids and staying out of the addiction, you know, addictive culture of, of opioids and food and the rest of it. So you know, you can have the most talent on the planet and be the best athlete. But if you're swallowed up in this mental health, you know, crisis that we're in, and, yeah. and you can't perform, well, you guess what? You don't get paid, and you don't win all this career. So it's, um, you know, it has, the sports side of things, I think, has that ability to normalize really the wellness component, just like the, you know, the, the just the, the recovery component. You know what I mean? We're, always, we're so focused on all these different things, and there's always all these different solutions and all these different pills and all these different things. And I look at it like, you know, I call it the recovery process. You know, one plant has the ability to, well, help manage pain. It's anti-inflammatory. It helps with inflammation, obviously. Anti-anxiety helps us just manage stressors, calms the nervous system, pr- promotes rest and sleep, and then protects the brain and create and promotes neuro- neurogenesis. I mean, to me, it's like, does it get any better than that? <laughs> right. It's a no-brainer. And, it's and, truly and, a gift. And you can laugh, and you can put a smile on your face yeah. and you feel better. Yeah. And it promotes you drinking water, promotes a healthy appetite. Like everything screams survival and, and, and living and, 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 and life. Yeah, living living the best way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And with play too, right? Like with that element of really why we're here, which is exploration and wonder and gratitude and like really just taking in the, the beauty of the world. And sometimes, you know, fucking life. Sometimes you need a plant yep. to connect back to the, the gifts of the earth. It's just, it's, it's. Exactly. Yeah. And okay. now more than ever, now more than ever, like we're more disconnected now than we've ever been. Exactly. Yeah, comes around and it, 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 it basically kind of just wipes out this, 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 this previous notion that, that we, we couldn't survive without drawing oil from the ground and synthetics and, and synthetic food and, and this, this poisonous way of life. Like we forget that. Mother Nature got us to the Industrial Revolution. Everything was natural. All medicines were natural. None of them were synthetic. Mm-hmm. There was no oil on the ground. There was none of this like artificial plastic. Um, you know, this, this, and a ton this, of it was cannabis, food. right? Oh, like the medicine yeah, back exactly. then was cannabis. <laughs> exactly. So we've we've kind of like got lost the disconnected of, of being. And I think the connection is, you know, I mean, yeah, cannabis has the ability to help us connect back. Well, to ourselves, our roots, to Mother Nature, but also to opening opening up this this, this philosophy. Of, oh, geez, cannabis has medical and healing properties. And, well, maybe other plants do. Oh, the, you mm-hmm. know, all these teas, uh, ginger root and turmeric root, and all these other um, herbs and roots, uh, you know, can support a healthy lifestyle, or you know, incorporated in a daily regimen, integrated with anything else too that promote health and wellness. You know what I mean? And oh, like, completely. Okay, we have essential oils. I mean, it's like. People are talking about terpenes, like cannabis plants is the only thing that has terpenes. Right. What about essential <laughs> oils? The people that have been in that space for the last 100 years or 300 years, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like we're just discrediting Mother Nature 
even more. But you know what I mean? It's just like well, it's a, yeah, like it's actually kind of sorry. Yeah. It's actually kind of hilarious that we're just it's like 2018 and we're just sort of all having these ahas about the fucking plants that have been here all along the turmeric and the and the cannabis and the this and the that right it's just it's absurd and and the fact that the first right and that when you're caught up in disease and any form of disease the first you know, the first modality towards healing is a plant-based diet. Like we know this, right? Yep. It's, yep. it's crazy. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, we just, we just become so disconnected and we get swollen up in this rat race where, mm. you know, we're so worried about making money and looking good and, and, and this artificial, like, you know, uh, ego-driven life. And then we just, we, we sacrifice all things that matter, which is, you know, our diet, the way we manage anxiety and stressors, you know, our sleep, uh, our community, our relationships, like all these things, you know, these things that like keep people alive and going forever. You know, we just like we've lost sight of all that, including, you know, you know, a plant like cannabis. So it's like we're going on, we're going on our own in this crazy world, like this, we're like these corporate robots, right? We got to keep up with the Joneses, we got to look around us, we got to drive the back, drive all these things that just don't matter. And there's a reason why we have, you know, really bad mental health right now is because the well, the mind just reflects the body. You look around, we're just we are ill. We are ill. You know, and part of it is, 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 is the establishment's fault because they've created these laws and the structure for for this to happen. Mm-hmm. For, it's designed. You know, 80 to 90% of people. But mm-hmm. you know, part of life in this world is we've always been oppressed. There's always been challenges and people, you know, fighting people trying to rise above, you know, the, the oppression and all these different brutal laws and stuff like that. So there's this, you know, this element of survival you know, to the, the most primal form. And you know what I mean? You have to wean through the garbage and wean through the propaganda and, and, and the, the misleading messaging and, you know, and, and the corporate agenda uh, and, and save yourself. Because they're not going to save you. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's, it, we just need to, again, reconnect. I think kind of, like you said, has the ability to, We just lost Riley because my phone died. Oh, honestly, that man is so smart. He is so connected. And uh, actually, every conversation with him sort of blows my mind. I'm just going to keep going because I'm scared. <laughs> I'm terrified to, to press anything because imagine if this beautiful interview doesn't go anywhere. I... I'm gonna lose it. We're calling him back. He's gonna be mad at me, for sure. Because we have had some problems today talking on the phone. Please stay on the line while your call is completed. Long distance charges may apply. 14 UT1. What happened to that? <laughs> it's gone. Now. I am so sorry. I don't know. Mercury's not in retrograde. You are, like, I'm just, while my phone was charging, (laughs) I was just sitting here thinking about how, and talking about how you literally blow my mind every conversation that we have. Truly, truly, I think you are on a mission from 
some sort of higher place, no pun intended or pun intended. Um, yeah, to, to, to spread this word, this, and heal the world and just make this truth like palatable and simple for people. Like every time I talk to you, I learn something, I get punched in the gut with some sort of, you know, profound truth. You just did it to me again before I hung up on you. Um, when you said we have to fucking save ourselves. And yeah. what I, what I realized is all this conver- there's all this conversation around CBD and anti-inflammatory and disease fighting and it's amazing, but you're right. What, a no- what not enough people are talking about is the mental health aspect of that, of this and the, the role that this can play in this crisis that we're experiencing across the board. And there's physiological aspects to mental health and there's spiritual ones and there's mental ones. And I, I you and I have said before that this is a plant that heals mind, body, soul, and that you kind of come into it thinking you need it for one thing, and then you realize you need it for everything, which is why I often say that 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 line between med and rec or med and natural health and wellness and rec, which is the sort of segment that's emerging in between the two, um, it's so blurry because we all need to heal. Right. We all need to save ourselves from this from this hamster wheel we're in. And uh, you just uh, every time I speak to you, you're able to sort of articulate that in a way that so few people can. Um, So I'm just like I'm so grateful to to know you, honestly, first of all, thank you for the work that you do and for sharing your time with us, but also like how how can people join your revolution? Like, how can we take your revolution wider? Like, how do we turn what you're sort of chanting from the rooftops into a movement? Because it's so powerful, Riley. It's amazing. Yeah, no, thanks. I appreciate that. It's, 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 it's refreshing to hear that because I feel like by you saying that, it just, just kind of validates what my belief system is and the direction I'm going. So, I mean, my, my job is is to do that. I mean, I'm, I'm on this mission to you know, spread the good word, but it kind of, you know, be this light, I guess, and it's like, go through their history and this, like, you know, spiritual healer, if you want to call them that, you know, all mm-hmm. across the world, that, you know, some of them arose above others and, and, you know, become, you know, gods in a sense, but, like, nonetheless, there's spiritual healers, you know, current day ones all over the place, and I see myself... Um, you know, it's much like that. I mean, yeah, I spend a lot of my time speaking about cannabis and, and, and CBD and all these great things, but I always have to go back to the spiritual component of it because if you don't understand the spiritual component of it, you're not really truly understanding cannabis really at all because, um, you know, to me, that's that's the main dream that we've kind of lost. And then once you kind of lose that or it's not fully intact, that's when, like, the physical body and the mind and everything else kind of goes along with it to this disease state. Um, so we need to preserve that and, you know, part of spirituality, and the cannabis is one of them, and other plant medicines, but even besides that, it, it, we talked about earlier, connection, connection to yourself and, um, and, and spending more time with yourself, like, you know, self, self-mastery, you know, and, and self-respect. Well, you know, I, mean, I lived a life of life, no self-respect for years, you know what I mean? Whether it was the shit I was doing on the ice or the stupid shit I was doing on after the game. You know what I mean? Um, you know, 
and from the outside, it looked like I was having a good time partying and doing all these unsustainable things. But guess what? I mean, it's it's stuff that doesn't matter. Um, it affects my, you know, my, my my mental health, my physical health, and it's it's it's, it's so ego driven. So, you know, again, just, um, there's so many things you know that are part of the spiritual component. But I mean, that, that's what I see myself is spreading the cannabis and really through the culture of cannabis and and ingraining more culture into people. I think we we're, we're like culturalists. Mm. When you look at like what you know, like Eastern people or Chinese people or and, and Asian people that have kind of moved to America, they almost have lost their culture in one generation of being over here. Mm. It's because you've succumbed to this, this this Western model of like industrialize everything, industrialize everything, sell out, sell out, sell out, synthetic, 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 and then you just you just basically just rip your your your, your connection or your spiritual connection with virtually all things Mother Nature because you you've chosen to go down another path. It's incredible. Yeah, you you use the term we've despirited the plant, um, and as a result, we've sort of despirited ourselves, and 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 that really resonated with me. And I and I think that the spirituality aspect of this conversation, or this just the spirit aspect of this yep. of this side of things, um, is actually what what's completely missing from the conversation right now. I don't, I don't want to say completely because we're obviously having this conversation as I'm sure others are, but it seems to be what's missing from the narrative. And I don't know if that's because it's missing from the core of our society and how we operate in the world, or if maybe it's going to be a vehicle that allows it to return to us and our, and our society. But um, it does seem to not be spoken about a lot, and I and, and that's that's curious to me, considering what it is, which is a spirited plant, a spirit plant, mm-hmm. right? It's uh, yeah, it's incredible. It, it, it is it is amazing, and um, I think it just shows you how well we've been conditioned to think a certain way, and it's, you know that this pharmaceutical model, where it's like mm-hmm. one symptom, one pill type of mentality, where. Fix the problem. There's no ownership on the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just fix the problem. There's no ownership or, uh, on the person. You know, that person doesn't have to be accountable. We'll just go to the doctor and we'll get it fixed. So now we've we've swapped that model with you know this. Well, you just swapped it over. Like we're now it's the same model. We're just going to substitute the pharma with cannabis. So we're just going to have this this mindset where we're just going to uh, whether it's like you know again if it's a CBD product or you know a, 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 whatever product it lands up being. Now we're just going to use that instead of the pharmaceutical model. Uh, which obviously is way better. You're gonna you're you're gonna find you can get a ton of relief and, and results, but like we're still missing the point of maybe getting to the to the underlying causes of what you're dealing with in the first place. You know, especially with the disease state. Um, you know what I mean? And, and getting to the nitty gritty, and that, that makes people accountable. Because you know, you have, once you have ownership in something, you're accountable. So now, so now it's on you. You're not putting your health into someone else's hands all the time. It's something there's something powerful about cannabis too where it's like this is about self-healing mm. you know i mean this is about like kind of being your own doctor in a sense they, they serve their purpose for you know for emergencies and all these other things but there's something to be said about you know cannabis and being mindful be mindful like you know if you're constipated oh that you don't need to go to the doctor to, to get pills for that you can just maybe remove something that's making you constipated mm-hmm. such as dairy and you know what i mean and, and whatever else you're you know, maybe allergic to or pills, or the pills that are constipating you. 
started causing these bogus results and uh and, and looking at cannabis more as a preventative, you know, using it in front of the people that I know that smoke regularly, they're the healthiest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially the ones that smoke regularly and, they, and they, don't, they don't use the other poisons. Right. You know what I mean? They're the healthiest because it's preventative, it's preventative measure, it's preventative health, and then maintenance comes along with it. You know what I mean? you gotta, you got to maintain, you got to stay on top, and it's, it's an everyday decision, everyday, mm-hmm. um, you know, job, it's, it's wellness. And then, and then, then you get the, you know, the other side, people do get sick. People do have these disease states and all these other things, and yes, then you use, you use cannabis for that. But you know, we're missing the first two parts to it, where it's just like, okay, you're sick. Here's can- you know, we'll just substitute your farm with cannabis now. Yes, that's great. Don't get me wrong, I love that. But there's a whole other dimension to this. Where again, that's what you're talking about earlier. It's like we've lost the culture. Of, we've, we've kind of like lost this uh, this 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 notion that cannabis can be part of our daily lives on the front end. As far as maintaining and preserving wellness and mental health, as opposed to just like, oh, now we're sick, now we're going to Canada. You know what I mean? I think that's like that's the culture loss. Now it's just strictly medical. Yeah. I mean, now we don't talk about you know what I mean the, the front end and, and the spirit and all the good stuff that it provides you on a daily basis. We're just going to oh, yeah, we're sick. Okay, now we're going to go to Canada. So it's like mm-hmm. it's part of the fabric of our life and society daily. In my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Proactive preventative, all of that. Now, so on that note, and then I'll stop asking you questions, that sort of uh, insight into what's happening right now around cannabis is sort of, uh, we're sort of seeing reflected in the industry that's kind of, you know, emerging and building itself up around cannabis, where, as you say, it's the pharma taking over and it's the money men taking over and it's the massive growth expansion opportunities in terms of bottom line. Um, And oftentimes that's done at the expense of, you know, perhaps like the brands or the ideas or the notions that are truly spirited. Do you know what I mean? That maybe like... I guess I'm just concerned or or I'm wondering, here's my question. How do we as true believers in this world make sure that we're maintaining the spirit uh, as it, as cannabis commercializes? So through our choices, through, you know, voting with our dollar and things like that, but just, yeah. How do we make sure that, you know, considering the LP model and just the way it's all being structured, how do we maintain the spirit through, uh, you know, through legalization? I guess. Yeah, I, I honestly think it's just uh, by example and, and you know believing in it, like you and I do. We believe in it, so you know, voting with your dollars, as you mentioned, supporting the local farmer, you know, supporting the guy that's doing it right, and um, you know, keep, keeping the integrity of the plant. I think, um, like yeah, I do every time I speak publicly, I always have to, I have to mention spiritual and the culture component of cannabis. Otherwise, I'm not doing a service. I'm kind of, again, I'm just following this medical, 100% medical model, um, which, you know, it serves its purpose, don't get me wrong, but it's not just a 100% medical model. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think the more people that continue to speak out about that, I think they're going to be looked at as, you know, actually thought leaders, but, I mean, they're the ones that are really, when you hear them speak, you can tell, you can, you can separate the, the people that truly understand cannabis versus the ones that have just been schooled with this, you know, this cannabis one-on-one BS science that's, you know, becoming more available now. You know what I mean? It's like they just want to regurgitate what they can read and, and remember versus what they felt and the experience-based stuff. So um, I think it's just, again, you, you have your podcast, obviously staying true to that, keeping up pounding that message home. And I know there's other people that feel the exact same way. And, 
pounding at home, and it's just like you're not going to be able to change you know, everyone's view on that. I mean, that's just the reality, and it's kind of like the food model, like supporting the local farmer instead of supporting, um, you know, the corporate grocery store and you know, knowing where your food comes from and all that stuff. It's like we can preach all day long and GMO and all these other things. Is that the reality is, is like, you know, 80, 90% of people, probably even higher than that, are just so misled and, and just have binders on and, 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 and just, and they really just are never going to really come out of that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that corporate robotic state, you know what I mean, that they're in. I mean, it's like cult, cultural hypnosis, if you want. You know what I mean? It's hard to yeah. change people. So, um, as long as we're doing our part, there's always going to be the people doing their part. And, and I mean, that's the, that's going to be like the next big message is like you're keeping the integrity of cannabis and staying true to the, the culture of cannabis, you know? I totally but, agree. Uh, Totally yeah. agree. So how can we support you? How can High Tea, obviously let's shout out your socials, but can we purchase your product? Or can, do, are you shipping to Canada? Like, tell us what's up. We're not shipping to Canada yet. Um, We've got a lot of U.S. That, listeners too. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And then, okay, cool. And uh, we're also talking to a couple LPs right now to manufacture a product in Canada. So that would be ideally the best. Awesome. That's probably a couple months away. Um, you know, from really... Um, Taking off, but um, yeah. So I, right now it's just you know a little bit of a quasi gray area there. Send to Canada, and we're not gonna really get into that right now. Okay, so in the meantime, to... we'll follow yeah. Athletes for Care and Hemp Heels. Yeah, Athletes for Care is more of my uh, AthletesforCare.org is the website, but that seems to be my um, you know my more recent mission since I realized you know that the Hemp Heels is great. And that's kind of like my brand. Um, it kind of sticks with me, but, um, you know, the, the, athlete, the athlete component of the sports background, again, we talked about earlier, like, just the, the ability to, to use that platform seems much more powerful than, you know, than what I was doing before, because, you know, collectively we've teamed up with other athletes, and, uh, um, and there's a lot of momentum with the cannabis and sports messaging, so I just, you know, want to ride that wave. I um, saw you, you know, uh, like talking to Mike Tyson. <laughs> Oh wow! And I am. Uh, Are you I in it? One of the, the guys they fall. Yeah, I am. Yes. Uh, that picture you saw of me and Tyson was TSN was just filming it, so that's going to be on TV in the next uh, couple weeks. Amazing. Sorry? On on oh, did you uh, smoke? Nice. Ha fucking hilarious. I cannot <laughs> I wait know, to right? catch this. This sounds amazing. Okay, so on TSN, October 15th, 16th, 17th. Is that what you said? Yeah, three part series, yeah. Amazing. Oh, I'm so proud of you and so happy for you. I truly believe that uh, you're the mission you're on is the right one and that 
there's going to be a there's a lot of waves about normalizing cannabis right now sport is one of the biggest ones out there so keep doing your magic work keep leading the way keep talking to people the way you just spoke to us because holy shit that was amazing um and thank you and keep in touch and and we want to know everything you're up to and all the ways that we can support and hopefully we can do some high tea hockey one day i love it sounds good thanks for having me thank you riley thank you for your time i'm okay great i'm sorry about the tech ish (laughs) time to smoke a joint (laughs) okay you have a great weekend thank you so much it was so awesome to chat okay all right bye check us out on insta at high t.life like us and subscribe on itunes soundcloud spotify and whatever anchor is and holla at your girl by visiting www.hightea.life